Welcome to Sparkplug, where we talk to smart people working at the intersection of business and technology. Brought to you by Snowshoe, making mobile locations smarter. Today we're talking to Shannon Atkinson, CEO and founder of a new media startup based in Portland, Oregon. Shannon has an impressive background at global companies like Salesforce and Nike, and also at innovative startups like Tile and Zapproved. Welcome, Shannon. So happy to have you here. Thank you. Thank you for the invite. So what led you to take the leap and start your own company now? Um, it's been pretty interesting during the pandemic. It provided a lot of opportunity for me to explore different avenues. And one of those avenues was something I was thinking about for a long time, um, and that is channel. Looking over the landscape when it comes to social media and the way that we interact with uh, interact with individuals online, um, we're starting to see a lot of uh, a lot of different ways that social media platforms try and keep you locked in to using their platform, and because of the taxes they use to keep you locked in we're starting to see now the negative effects of how that happens or what's happening because of that. So that was kind of the, the, the emphasis for or impetus of, to start channel and just build something from scratch that kind of redesigns the model and how we look at social media and how we interact with others online. So is that a good thumbnail sketch of channel uh, that it changes the model of how we interact with media and content? Because social media platforms are powered by advertisers, the longer you stay on those platforms, the more money they make. But instead of, why don't we just flip the script around going back to a subscription model, such as when we used AOL, where you could pay for a service and you're getting the benefit of just using that service as is, instead of being using different social engineering models to keep you on that platform, which may have negative effects in using that using the platform in that way. So you're starting channel in Portland, Oregon. I'm curious to hear your comments on the tech scene in Portland. What's it like here as a new company founder? Do you find it's a supportive community, not very supportive community? Yeah, it's been really supportive, surprisingly. It's it's when I connected with PyPDX and going through a couple of the, the startup incubators in the Portland area, you start to realize there's a under trough of resources that no one really knows about until you're connected with individuals in that space. Rick at Pi is phenomenally awesome, phenomenally rich in the resources that he has access to and really helped me out as far as connecting with other individuals that gave me you know, either inspiration uh, from a tech standpoint or from a financial standpoint or what to look for. Just, just spend a ton of resources from you know connecting with and having that connection with Pi and having that connection with other individuals because connecting with those resources carry you past just this particular company or just the startup aspect of whatever you're building. You go further than that because you can take that with you for any sort of future endeavors you have. And that's fantastic. What about fundraising? Is fundraising easier or harder in Portland? Um, I found fundraising a little bit difficult, especially for tech-centric companies. Uh, the VC scene is a lot older, so some may not catch what you're trying to communicate with them. As far as the, uh, some people are not on Facebook, a lot of people are on you know Twitter, so it's hard to connect with those individuals who uh, have resources but are not familiar with what you're trying to build. 
Um, and that's why some, a lot of the individuals I've connected with through the startup community have looked outside of Portland for funding resources. Um, I'm building on that momentum to gain the traction I need to approach uh, venture capitalists and say, hey, this one I'm building, this is the experience I'm trying to bring to the uh, to the masses and connect with those individuals who are like-minded that want to uh, join me for that ride in building out the, uh, a new platform for people to interact on. So Shannon, I wonder if you can comment on the state of the media in general right now. And uh, are you interacting with the media as you start this company? Our focus is um, audio and video. So we're doing um, live streaming audio, live streaming video, uh, video on demand and audio demand, similar to other platforms that are out there. They'll be able to upload their, you know, their news content or any sort of media content. I've been reaching out to the uh, MPAA and other uh, copyright industries to make sure that we're, we're from a from a legal standpoint, we're uh, we're compliant with a lot of the rules that are in place when it comes to to our platform. So from that aspect, we're looking we're building out those types of relationships. From a newspaper journalistic standpoint, we're reaching out to other clients that may be interested in using our platform, similar to how they would use like a, a LinkedIn or a Twitter or Facebook to post news articles that would be the conduit for them going to their specific platform to read those articles. Got it. So right now, I was stunned to see that the majority of Americans now get their news from social media, whether Mm -hmm. that's Twitter or Facebook or, you know, one of those platforms. Do you see Channel as being a leader in media dissemination in the future? Yeah, absolutely. I see Channel as being a solution for a problem that's out there where information in media is filtered through a lens so that people get engaged more for things that are not as important as some things that should be important to, to individuals. That's what Channel is looking to do. And that's where our business model kind of is more changed than traditional, uh, like a YouTube or a Facebook, where their motive is to keep people engaged regardless of what the information is. Channel's idea and model is you pay us a service. We will not engage you in that way, but we will give you the information, no moderation engaging you and monetizing you as a service. So going off of that, Shannon, can you expand on that, on that value proposition? What, what difference will Channel make in the media landscape Right. The way media is presented to an individual is very customized for that individual. So, for example, I may be specifically into music. So all the news I get may be specifically into music, which may not be important on the bigger landscape. Such And another person may be into video games where their specific their perspective is all into video games. The value proposition in channel is that everyone's interaction is very level. And people can understand where everyone else is coming from based on the information that's being given to everyone versus very customized for each individual, which may, in the real world, cause conflicts between individuals. The issue that you're touching on is that the kind of personalized content in the modern era has led to fake news and systems like Parler that take uh, this fake news and magnify it to the degree that we get a populace that believes falsehoods. So how does Channel's plan to 
check information so that you aren't disseminating fake stuff or false stuff? How do you plan to check the data? So the idea is we're using a lot of Microsoft services to screen for anomalies with with individuals that come in to our platform. So what we're doing on the onset, we're being proactive when it comes to user safety and security. We're taking, we're using know your customer type credentials to verify users during the onboarding process. So that right there screens out 99.9% of fake news that are, of fake individuals that produce fake news that would then populate the channel. Uh, we're using trusted and verified sources when it comes to uh, obtaining information and we're using those in combination to, again, use the ounce of prevention to prevent a pound of cure. So we're seeing what a lot of organizations like uh, Facebook and Twitter, where they would, there's no verification, you just create a create an account and you can create an ad that would disseminate to, you know, whatever your window is you want to disseminate the information to. But if we prevent it from getting on the platform, we can protect the ecosystem so that it's not as the the issues with fake news, propagating fake information is severely squashed because people know that channel knows who these individuals are that are disseminating those fake, that fake information. And so you'll only have verified content producers. Yeah. So not only verified publisher, verified publishers, but also verified individuals as well who use the platform. Um, so we use um, phone number verification and also like a know your customer ID check. So you basically use your driver's license that would scan, that would verify you as an individual. So if anything were to go wrong, then we'd be able to say, okay, we can trace it back to this individual who caused the issue. That's pretty huge. So regarding content creators, uh, mm-hmm. we did note an intriguing note on your beta site. How are you getting these creators excited about posting content on this new platform? Yeah, absolutely. So we're looking, again, we're looking at our our advertising model and using content creators as a source for onboarding customers to the platform. If they're a paid customer, we're incentivizing content creators through a referral model. So the first month that they would refer someone to the platform, they get the entire amount. So it's $5 for you know, for traditional users and $15 for content creators, the first month they would get the entire $5 versus going into a poll and giving it up from there. Um, also, subsequent months, we're looking at uh, basing the payout based on the watch time of the users who subscribe to the particular individuals versus, again, going into a poll and get divvied up from there. So it provides for a more equitable um, evaluation and distribution of funds. So content consumers are the other the other part of this two-sided market, correct? Correct. So so what are you doing right now to think about content consumers and getting people excited about about your new um, channel platform? Yeah, absolutely. So one of the one of the issues that in market research we found is that consumers have a hard time in when they've invested a lot of time and resources of one platform in moving to another. One of the features that we're introducing is basically it's an airlift. So we would be able to connect to your platform of choice, download all of your social media activity, all of your posts, all your images, all your videos, and import them into channel and post them, repopulate them in channel as if you 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 were 
you were migrating to a new platform. So we're using what you've produced before and building, you know, populating your channel with your content. Right. So that's kind of the seed of, of growing your presence on channel uh, that you can take what you already had and, and, and continue to grow on it. You don't have to start from scratch. Correct. So Shannon, um, Snowshoe works a lot with retailers and we've noticed, of course, a big change in the retail landscape from last year. Have you noticed a change in the way that consumers are consuming content from this past year? And how does that play into your plans for channel? We've noticed a pattern where increase in video content, where people want to consume media in the format they want to see it. Either they want to see it on their phone, their tablets, their, their TVs. We're adjusting our platform so we can meet those um, meet those requirements and, and reach the consumers in the way that they want to be reached. So with that, we want to make sure that, you know, for us, we're meeting the customers where they want to be seen and we're delivering the content they want to ingest. One of the things that's popped up over the last year is the Facebook-Apple battle over privacy, right? Apple is really going down the warpath of, of protecting consumer privacy, and Facebook feels uh, that this is a mortal threat to their business model. So where does Channel fall in that continuum? So we fall on the side of Apple. We do believe in user privacy and security. Um, the issues that have come up with Facebook, I, I think I remember a story you know, five or six years ago where Mark Zuckerberg met with Tim Cook discussing the invasive procedures and invasive tools that Facebook uses to garner as much information as they can about their users for advertisers. And that's what kind of goes into the security breach with the 2016 elections. I mean, there, there's, there's all sorts of things where you collect that much data. We want to get away from that and, again, change the model where you're the customer, not the product. We can provide the exact same services, the exact same features, and even go beyond that for paying customers. And we've seen that model before with other companies such as you know, uh, NBC Peacock, where they're providing anywhere from a ad-free service all the way down to ad-supported services, getting away from advertisers as the main crux of, of your business model helps diversify your portfolio in the way that you receive revenue and also enhances the user experience. If you look at it, uh, if you go back to iOS and, or Apple and Facebook, iOS experience, I think it was 97% of the users opt out of cross-app tracking. So users want to get away. They don't want to be tracked. And I think the channel provides an opportunity to give them, a again, an oasis that they can go to to connect with people authentically without being tracked all over the internet. Right. So if I can ask you to jump ahead five, 10 years in your mind, uh, imagine the future. Where's channel going to be in five years? The vision for channel is to be that all-encompassing service for consumers who want to engage with individuals. So whether it's video on demand, audio on demand, connect, uh, creating groups, watching movies, watching music videos, listening to music, you know, being able to take all of it on the go with you inside of an app. And that's, I think that's where Channel is looking to go. That's so exciting, Shannon. Can you tell our listeners how they can sign up for Channel, what they should be looking out for? What's, what's the call to action? 
Yeah, absolutely. So channelchnl.com is the website. So it's channel.com. Um, you can hop on the waiting list right now. We're about 14,000 individuals who are on the waiting list. Once, uh, once we open up our beta, you'll be able to get access to all the features during our beta period. Uh, if you want to skip the waiting list, you can use the same website to uh, invite your friends and invite other people to push you higher in the waiting list. So you'll get first steps into the platform. Fantastic. Well, congratulations on such a huge waiting list already. <laughs> and thank you. And what's your, what's your launch date, Shannon? So we're shooting for late July, early August. So that the last week of July, first week of August is what we're shooting for. So Shannon, we do have one last question for you, which is what is your personal mission and what do you want to be remembered for? Oh man, that's a deep question. (laughs) I think just being able to give people an authentic view of the world. I think being able to connect and be able to empathize with other people and being able to connect with other people uniquely is kind of the mission behind Channel. Thank you so much for for chatting with us, Shannon. This was really wonderful. Great to learn about Channel. Thank you so much, Ed. Thank you so much, Ashley. Thank you. Take care. Take care. Thanks for listening today to the Spark Plug Podcast, hosted by me, Ned Hayes, and brought to you by Snowshoe, snow.sh, for smarter mobile location. Spark Plug is a wholly owned property of Snowshoe. All content, copyright, 2021, Spark Plug Media.